Welcome to Blathering Blatherskites, episode number 95. I'm one of your hosts, Ken Doman. I am joined by Robbie Baxter and Ryan Rhodes. Robbie, Ryan, how are you doing today? Talk about your week, what's been going on. Uh, Robbie, I know you have some exciting stuff going on this week, so... I, I imagine you're in high spirits. Hopefully. Yeah, we're breaking quarantine, man. We're going to yeah. travel across the country and yeah. uh, on an airplane. Oh boy, on a, on a metal, yeah. you know, two petri dish. So yeah. it'll be interesting. But yeah, um, yeah, we're going. We're going to Disney World as a family. My wife and my uh, cruise got canceled for the third time, mm-hmm. um, and so we said, "All right, screw it. We're going to Disney World." And um, yeah, so we're going next week. We're yeah. really excited. The kids are pumped and uh, just, you know, hoping and praying that we, uh, everybody stays healthy before we get there and while we're there. And yep. I'm not really too worried about it. I think people are being pretty smart about stuff. So yeah, and and, I'm, and, I'm fully vaccinated. My wife's yeah. half vaxxed. And, okay. Okay. Um, and we'll be down there with my parents. I know and, uh, a mutual friend of ours was there recently, I think last month. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah they had a good so, time. I think. Yeah, and they seem to think it was a is a good time to go. I think crowds were low and stuff like that. So yeah, we've we've been watching the wait times. Things yeah. seem, you know, I think Splash Mountain has the longest wait time, and mm. I'm okay with that because I'm not yeah. super interested in riding Splash Mountain personally. Yeah, not my favorite either. I like being wet. I don't know if you remember going to Cedar Point back in the day, Ryan, and wearing jean shorts to Cedar Point going on the wet ride. <laughs> That's a bad choice. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, chafing, chafing is uh, not something. <laughs> yes that is that is rough especially if you do it early in the day yeah oh, man. It's a, like, like a bunch of high school guys walking bow-legged down the yep. boardwalk just but, your shoes if you wore your shoes and didn't change yeah. the flip-flops and you got yeah, and we were all shoes. we were all we were so cheap we we're gonna buy like the parkas or the no. the bags to put your stuff in it's like yeah, yeah we'll try to stay away from the water or we thought the water wouldn't touch us and we were naive to think that the water we could avoid the water well, there right, is like the rumor that, that one person would stay dry every ride. So you're kind of playing roulette there that yeah, one of you. Would, and I think on, at Cedar Point at Thunder, Thunder Canyon or whatever it was called, like there usually yeah. seems to be one person, but it wasn't me. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, anyway, uh, all that say, yeah, we're excited. We're, we're, we'll, uh, we'll have to miss doing the podcast next week yeah. um, or I'll have to miss that, but we should be back a week after yeah. that. So yeah, we'll let, I'll let no, you guys know how awesome. it goes. Yeah. Ryan, what have you been up to? Oh, farming, doing the normal thing that way. Uh, yeah. Had a really productive week. Um, trying to think of anything tech related that I stumbled across during my week last week. Um, got some How's pretty that, cool I mean, stuff going. Oh, go ahead. I, uh, I'm using a new product called AFS Connect, uh, which if I'm in front of a laptop, I can actually see my dad's screen in the tractor, which has actually been around a while. I mean, in some other formats, but it's been really helpful for my dad, who's very technologically inefficient. Yeah, so, like so you can kind of help him. You can coach him or what? Yeah. And if I give the dealer access, they can hop on and, and do oh, it. But um, so, I mean, that, and I have an app. I can see where he's at in the field. I can see his fuel level. I can see what he's doing with the tractor. So like a nanny cam for your farm workers. <laughs> we only have yeah. one tractor like this. Okay. But. We can turn on this technology. Of course, it costs a lot of money. It's about oh, I don't know, ten to fifteen thousand per tractor. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and this one we get. Of course, they bait you. They give you like a trial, and you get to do that. And, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we've been doing that. Watched a couple movies in the meantime. Uh, yeah. Uh, I actually pulled one over on my son Stone. 
if you never watched in credits the season there's the episode stick uh, uh there's a scene in the end credits episode six of the winter soldier that oh right one of my predictions one of my predictions oh. came true yeah and if you recall from our last episode you guys didn't think carter was going to turn rogue but she's full on yeah, yeah. she's full on man i'm super yeah. disappointed yep. yeah you're, you're yeah, right so you called that. Yeah. So fifty percent from the field <laughs> with that show because that that Zoomer or Zima or whatever his name is, the guy named after the beer that's disgusting. Zima, Zima, <laughs> Zima. 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 Yeah. Zima. Yeah. Uh, Zemo. It was Zemo. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Zemo's a beer. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So nice. I mean, I'm fifty percent, which I'll take, yeah. but I still think that guy. Just, just his character. I still, I'm still holding. Yeah. That. I hope that he I, took the serum. Yeah. I just really, I can't, I think we talked about it last week, but I'm, yeah. I'm just really surprised that Sharon didn't take the serum. So that would be yeah. interesting if she hey, still could. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. But I, I saw you were getting some pretty good uh, uh, speeds on your, is that on your 5G, Ryan? Yeah, you were sending me some uh, yeah, speed yeah. tests. So the 5G is for real, even out here in the rural countryside. And so I went to a track meet, which if you've ever been to a, your teenager's track meet, I heard so, they were com- the so most exciting are, thing you can ever do. <laughs> they like... are brutal. I mean, so, <laughs> it's such a long day. Yeah. Oh, well, anyways, I, I had 5G, had full bars, and it was unbelievable speeds. And this town called, well, I'm not going to give the name of the town, yeah. but it had uh, somewhere in rural Ohio. Somewhere right? in rural Ohio where you wouldn't expect, yeah. to have, excuse me, to have blazing fast internet. It, it was, I was yeah. losing my mind. Like, it, if I could have that at the farm shop, that would be just... So that's fast stuff. enough that if you did have like a a cellular modem in your house, like you could use that as your yeah. home internet. I mean, that seems I like, absolutely would. I would abandon yeah. everything if I could. I mean, it was 200 up, 205, yeah. 210, and like 40 down, which... It's probably the other way. Yeah, I would imagine it was 200 down. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you up- the screenshot I sent you? Yeah, your up speed should be slower. You're, I'm sorry. You're right. You're yeah, right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I looked at your right. screenshot. It was 200 yeah. down and 40 yeah. up. Yeah. So I apologize. I said that. That's backwards. great though. Those are those yeah, are really oh, good. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Really I mean, that's speeds. a game changer. Uh, I'm yeah. on fiber in my house and I have 100 meg up and down. And yeah, I mean, I could pay for a gig if I want to, but like 100 meg is plenty for what I do. I, I work yeah. all day on yeah. a computer and I'm right. on meetings all day every day. Video and, conference, everything. Yeah, it's fine. And I have six people in my house. Yeah. But here's you find 100 meg. Yep. Here's the kicker. So T-Mobile is on the N600 megahertz, the N71 band, and they do not have a signal booster available yet. Wilson is supposed to have one. So if you guys are in the rural land like I am, and you, you know if you had just really weak signal for 5G, like in our farm shop, yeah. I could get a signal booster. I'm trying to come up with some way I can, like, basically ditch my isp yeah that would be yeah. tremendous it's a game changer mm. so can maybe maybe you know this ryan i don't know like 5g this is is this taking over the the band of the old tv stations is that what 5g is the is it the t-mobile the t-mobile one is the one yes i think you're onto something there because of everything i've read the t-mobile band they had to get FCC permission to have that because the TV stations had to relinquish that. Huh. Yeah, when everything moved over to HD, I yeah. thought there was a that section that section of you know radio frequency, and that was the big deal. I thought everybody was right. buying that up. 
but I, I actually I'll do some research on that really quick while we're chatting here. I, oh, I can cool. never remember, but but yeah, I was just I'm curious. really actually yeah. kind of shocked that more people haven't haven't jumped on the five G. It's actually surprised me because most people well, there aren't very many phones that support it yet. You have to have a bleeding edge, brand new phone mm-hmm. to use it. But um, it just surprised me because th- th- there's yeah. if you read a lot of things, it's a little dated. But they're saying, oh, you can't fully receive the potential of 5g well i'm out here in yeah. the sticks and i i've got it you know well, i noticed the other the day that i it, it's not completely related to this but kind of but uh google fi which you used robbie right as you still use yeah. you still use that they uh opened that up for iphones you can take an iphone and put it on google fi really so, yeah i realize that. i know we just I think, they just they just created a new unlimited plan that i'm signing up yes. for yeah and, um, it doesn't have international access for it but that's okay with me right um, uh yeah i believe they changed this very recently um i don't know exactly when and it's kind of limited like you, if you have an iphone 12 like you do ryan you would not be able to use 5g on google fi yet mm-hmm. I, and i think it has some limitations um i think the texting is a little limited um there's some other things but you can use that service now though so no, I, i'm yeah i i oh go ahead i'm just saying you know i'm a sprint i'm a sprint guy i took a beating for being on sprint why in the world anybody you know all my all my <laughs> friends like you you know not you guys in particular you guys are great but some others like why in the world are you on sprint at&t or verizon or you know yeah but i i think t-mobile's position to really dominate here and i've really got to get that sense but oh yeah there's huge disruption in the field i feel like yeah yeah yeah, so I, I was gonna happen? I was gonna say uh, Fi runs on T-Mobile and Sprint and yeah. um, like US Cellular, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if it takes on some of the five G characteristics of T-Mobile, whether or not they're allowed to use that. I'm sure that's. I mean, Project Fi is essentially an MVNO, which is I don't know what that stands for, but it's like a a subcontractor or something on top of the main network. Um, and they use those ones, those different networks, and they can actually shift between them um, based on the signal and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see if, you know, Fi devices or Google devices will be able to. Uh, it's a mobile virtual network operator. So, yes. Thank you. Mobile virtual <laughs> network. That's right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I liked Project Fi originally because it felt like it was cheaper and it was pay as you go, like pay as you use, right? Sure. Like, yep. It was, per it gig, was $10 yeah. per gig. Um you know, and it, you actually paid for the fractions of the gig. Like if I use 1.5, it cost me $15. Yeah. Um, but then talking to some of my family and friends, like uh, nowadays, it doesn't feel like it's that great of a deal. Like it's a, it's no. still decent, it's competitive, but it's not as yeah. good as I used to think it was. Like I, I think it was much better, but I think the bigger companies have actually lowered their bar yeah. or lowered their, their rates a little bit. Yeah, data rates have plummeted, I think. I mean, it, yeah. you don't pay what you used to per data yeah um, it seems like there's a lot more unlimited plans out there maybe and yep um so yeah i've actually considered switching um but we have I, we might be a year and a half on these phones and i really i don't Can't want I, that i don't want to switch at two years i really want to go longer because i yeah. feel like yeah i bought a flagship phone i should be able to go longer than two years but yeah yeah so anyway, but I thought that was neat though, because I, yeah, I wouldn't I expect Google to open up their network yeah. to 
Apple devices, but to them, that's just another phone they let on their network and they yep. get paid. So yep. why not? Um, yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah. I, I hadn't heard that. That is interesting. I, and I honestly, I felt like Fi was going to be one of these Google things that just dies off eventually, but so far it hasn't. So you mean like half of the other Google projects? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Google, <laughs> Google is, is, you know, for better or worse, they're really known for building some really, really cool stuff like Google yeah. wave. Um, yeah, and then yeah. not sticking with it and saying, "Well, this isn't really meet what we thought it was going to do." And you know, Google even, Plus, yeah, Google, Google Buzz, <laughs> yeah, um, Google Inbox, which was awesome. Yeah, uh, the well, Google Reader. Um, yep. So, yeah. well, as much as I can't, well, I'm I'm right there with you, and I, this come from a person who's very anti Google. Uh, yeah. uh, they're they had the resources, they had the ability, and it's a, from that standpoint, the company's awesome because if it don't work. Why more? Like, dump it, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, no, that's true. Yeah, that. it's just, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, it's just an mo at this point. At this point, though, which kind of sucks. But I, I fully expected Project Fi to, to go the, that same direction. But it must be profitable enough that they're they're sticking with it. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, uh, cellular operators, it, they make a lot of money. <laughs> so, I, I think if they can sustain a certain number of customers, then it'll be worth it for them. Um, yeah, I mean, just telecommunications in general is just a huge industry now. I mean, yeah, 50 years ago, it was a big industry now. I mean, think about everybody has a computer in their pocket now that's, you know, yeah. way well, more powerful than what we sent to the moon. And I'm glad that we have more choices, too. I think that's good, always good for customers because it seems like those <clears throat> the big operators are just consolidating. It's becoming a smaller space, even though there's more customers it's a bigger industry but there's fewer players in it um because we talked about before how sprint and t-mobile are merged and before that there's at&t bought up singular and like all these other carriers have just <laughs> keep reducing down to only have a few choices um, yeah it'll be interesting to see like i know that you know, even like electric companies we have like you think about an area like you have an electric company for that area right yeah um and as as internet just i'm thinking just internet act connectivity right like that feels like it's a bit of a it's starting in my opinion to be a utility um yeah, similar to absolutely. water electricity um it, and, it really and so is. the competition is good but there's also some regulation i think that needs to happen because there's lots of money that's been given to companies like verizon to build up their network and build better um a better network um and give like ryan could relate to this like give better coverage to rural rural areas um and then they just don't do it um so do you advocate for more like government intervention then do you think it should be uh i don't know i, I so i i guarantee we're not all going to agree on this but i yeah. i do think that america is lagging behind with an internet from an internet perspective yeah. Um, like internet speeds and access accessibility compared to the rest of the world, like to, to, to yeah. compared to some of the rest of the first world. Um, and I don't, I think that companies have people built in, like they, they like, they, like it, there's one or two, maybe three ISPs in each area, right? Like there's not right. a ton of choice. That's why you have these huge Comcast. You have some of these other things. Um, there's not a lot of competition in a yeah. region. And so the companies aren't incentivized to make things better. 
No. Um, yeah. So I've seen, I, and, and I don't, I don't know yet, but like, I think the jury's still out, but there's been some communities who have taken over their ISP for their community and they make have, it like a co-op or something. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like they come, they, they, they bought it, they, they bought it out or passed a law or something. I don't know, bought the infrastructure yeah. And now they own it and they've upgraded it and they have better speeds than their neighboring community. That's a great idea. I think cooperatives are in general tend to be a pretty good idea because that way uh, the people using it are the people who own it. They have a vested yeah. interest in keeping it <laughs> up to date. Uh, it, like my, making... my, my community had that with water. Like our water yeah. supply was a co-op and then we sold it to the big place nearby. Yeah. So, the, I mean, the community made a crap ton of money on the deal. Yeah. Oh. But I mean, it kind of went backwards, in my opinion, a little bit from that co-op perspective. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's regulation or or what, but um, I I think that you know it sounds crazy, but I think I think internet is going to be uh, almost a basic human right here soon. Um, yeah. Well, it evens the playing it, field. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. who don't have it are are, are not going to be able to be as educated, as knowledgeable. Um, oh you're at a distinct disadvantage and with so many people working from home there are jobs you just wouldn't be eligible for it's like oh you don't have high-speed internet well then you can't work this job sorry you know yeah like during this pandemic like ryan i don't know what your your internet's decent right but like you know i may not have been able to work from your house the entire like i i don't like it would have been a very big disadvantage for me possibly Yeah. yeah um and granted, I mean, you chose to live where you live, and that's that makes sense. But um, I think there's there companies, big companies, are not going to be incentivized to out move out to the rural rural areas, and if, unless the rural areas want to spend a crap ton of money to do it. Yeah. And well, so that's right. I think there might need to be some government regulation to, yeah. to force them to. I but guess. cellular net, networks can fill that gap a lot easier yep. than running fiber out to everybody true but that's a i mean we don't we haven't until recently had the technology like 5g yeah. is that like i could not do my job yeah. on 4g there's no, no. way like on the lte no. even if i had lte out in the boondocks like, <laughs> i think yeah. i think 5g I mean, and, and starlink and some of these new technology yeah. like it's an innovation field right yeah um, so it, that may that may bridge a gap and it might be great yeah i think lte if you there's kind of different flavors of it it seems like there are some places where you get pretty fast lte and others that it's not but ryan do you get lte at your at your house did yeah. you ever get 4g at your house we have i have 4g at my house and i have 4g yeah. at the shop yeah. um but like what's the speed um, it's like what 20, 10, 20, 20 30 okay yeah, yeah 20, 20 to 30 is route it'd be yeah. difficult yeah it'd be difficult yeah. to to work full-time on that i think yeah, it'd be difficult for your kids to do school full time on that, probably. Yeah, especially if more than one of them was on at a time. <laughs> yeah, that would. I'm uh, I'm right around six up, six down. Okay. And this is getting pretty technical, but my, but with the service provider I have, with this, you call it radio based. I'm I don't know what that is. It's all ubiquity equipment, but yeah, but that's a whole other topic. It's but, all line uh, of sight, right? It's like either yeah. microwave or radio. Not necessarily. I mean, oh, okay. yes, it is, but there is obstructions along the way. So it's not. No, not, yeah, no, no. I totally get that. Yeah, like it can go yeah, through yeah, trees yeah. and stuff like that. But like, it has to be. It's, it's it's directional, right? You have to have the two things facing each other. The, the way it was explained to me, and the way you know, I can I can be watching YouTube. My kids can be watching YouTube videos right now. I'm doing this this podcast. 
Okay. And we're only six up, six down. And the, and the way it's explained to me by my ISP is that they're taking a school, imagine a school bus full of data that moves, you know, pretty quickly. It moves a little slower, but it has much more of a data packet in it, but it's a okay. school bus size. Yeah. So your, your other carriers like Frontier, you know, I don't want to pick anybody out, but you know, your other ISPs, your major ones, imagine a Ferrari with a smaller data packet that travels really fast, but it carries less data. I'm on yeah. the school bus. Yeah. So that's how I can do everything I need to do, you know, and that made sense to me. That's the way okay. it was playing. Yeah, that so makes sense. You won't be as agile though. Right. I won't be as agile, but yeah. like if you're streaming but, from YouTube, you got big, big, big packet size, it's mm-hmm. continual. That makes sense. But if you're doing YouTube and then going here and doing this and then doing this and doing this, like you get some data loss in there probably. Yeah. But, uh, oh, speaking of losing things, <laughs> no, transition. The uh, I saw that Apple released a. I think they're out already. These little tags that'll help you locate stuff that you've lost. Now, Ryan, you, I, I think you mentioned it in the kind of pre-show. You, you were interested in this, or do you think it's kind of a neat idea? Or I air think tag? air tags. Yeah, I think that's what they're called. I'm yeah. actually interested in this. Uh, I think it'd be a great gift for my wife coming for Mother's Day. I think their timing's impeccable. <laughs> that's good. That's good. So, so what is so, what does she lose? Is it the keys? Is it the you know the I wallet? Just would, <laughs> I just think it would help. Like yeah, but there are some disadvantages to this 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 Apple product. Like you can't put it in a wallet. Like oh with really? A tile, with a tile, they don't make a flat card. Like tile makes a flat card that I could put it in my Ridge wallet, which mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of. If you haven't had checked yeah. out the Ridge wallet, as a Cool yeah. piece of man tech, like like everyday <laughs> carry thing that I love. Yeah, I no longer keep a wallet in my back pocket. That's a whole other topic. Anyways, back to the air tag. Me too, Ryan. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, it, there is some limitations to it as far as the physical product, like it. Yeah. And then they want to sell you all this other gear I don't appreciate, like a little key fob that goes over top the air, like the. Of course, they they sell you the base thing, and then any of the accessories are oh, extra. God. Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures. So, like they have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's like buying an Apple Watch and then getting like, oh, here's a different like you can have this thing that goes around your neck and holds your Apple Watch, or you can have this, <laughs> wrist, this special wristband that holds your Apple right. Watch. Or okay. Yeah. And this is a little yeah. less sophisticated than a watch, but I get it. Right. Right. But as a standpoint, she could top. You know, she could put one in her purse if she had like a clutch or something. She could put one in that. Um, yeah. the keys is where it really burns me up and that literally is a rub for me because i don't want to buy like a little thing where she can attach it to her keys like yeah they also got like a little thing you can put like on a uh it like it's a third party thing but like you stick it on your remote tv remote yes. yeah it yeah it's in there huh. so i need one of those yes well we had one it was like a I even forget the brand of it, but it was a similar type of thing. There's round little things that you, um, I got a case for our remote and I put it in the case so that you could locate it. Um, the problem was those things, they have a, a non-rechargeable battery and they're like those little button batteries that are not like standard yeah. types of batteries. And it lasted a while, but like three to six months, I think is what we got out of it. And I don't know it as far as something like how useful it is, it's like you almost have to set something on your calendar to replace all the batteries every 
six months or so. Because the only time you know you're out of batteries is when you lose it. Is when you need it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you really need it, I'm like, crap, where are my keys? I'll try to find it. Oh, the battery's dead. Oh, that yeah. was worthless. So, um, and that's, you know, go ahead, Ryan. Well, I'm just shocked that Apple will let you change the battery in this device too. Wait, they will? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because yes. it's not rechargeable. You have to. If, otherwise, it would be worthless if you couldn't change well, the battery. Well, I'm surprised they're not selling a charging pad where you set down your remote. Or you I am your keys right there with you, Rob. Very you surprised know. with that as well. Because, yeah, why would you not have that be rechargeable? Because um, you'd only have to recharge it like once every month or so yeah if or less, that yeah um, if you got the if you got the four pack you could get you could strategically place your yeah you know, and have wireless charging in them um that's kind of for me that's what's preventing me from from wanting those or getting them is the whole battery replacement thing because you got burned before yeah yeah i had a product and i'm sure you know these are they're apple so you know very fancy i'm sure but the ones i had i felt like they could have worked, but the, yeah, the batteries going dead was a problem. Um, what I'm wondering is that now that Apple has this technology, they built these little things. Uh, why wouldn't they put this in other devices, like build it right into their remote? Cause we, right. we have an Apple TV and that I we've lost that remote before and it sucks. Cause it's this little tiny remote <laughs> that it's very thin. It'll easily slip down into your couch cushions. Um, so that's something I wish they would just build right into it, put it in the device or the Apple pencil. They're like a hundred dollar pencil. Um, I Wait, don't want to. Yeah. Um, There's a pencil. Yes. For the iPads, yeah. the iPad pros support oh, the it's a stylus. Well, they call it a pencil because they're Apple. Uh, <laughs> there's a, a first and a second generation pencil. Uh, but if you lose them, which I have done before, because my daughter was drawing with it, even though she wasn't supposed to, she lost it in the couch cushions and I was like getting kind of upset about it. Cause I'm like, that's a hundred dollar pencil and I wasn't able to find it. And yeah. if it had that built into it, I could have just pulled up the app and found it. Yeah. So to me, I, I would hope they would use this in the future as they release other devices. It would just have that functionality built right in, like and, just kind of bake it in. And they're probably sense. doing a very slow rollout on this because I, why can't, you know, they have this technology where you can use other devices to find your lost device. Yeah. So why can't why can't they put like a Wi-Fi mesh network inside of these things, and and well, yeah, because they're so small and like how much can you fit in there? I, I think it, you know, they just yeah, Wi-Fi takes a lot more battery too. I think I yeah, think Bluetooth makes sense, but especially um, newer Bluetooth, Bluetooth network. I mean, yeah, anything. yeah. the five point yeah. is yeah very low power. Um, which is, yeah, I'm sure that's why they use that, and yeah, I'm I'm open as that advances, it, it just does become the standard. Like any device that they put out, it has some version of that where you can locate whatever it so, is. Uh, one thing you guys mentioned in the pre-show was that you, that, that it creates a network with other devices to help yes. you find your device. Yeah. Other Apple devices. So if you're like at a conference hall or something and you left your bag somewhere, um, everybody that has an iPhone that has their Bluetooth enabled will help like pings off to, of that yeah pings, pings off, off of it, that yeah. and it kind of builds a map of where your device is and but it's you not have to mark your, yeah sorry yeah keep interrupting um, but you have to mark your device as lost yes yeah okay. yeah you mark that your device as lost and then it, it's doing that and it's going to kind of hit off of those other devices and it's just a little encrypted message yeah just to kind of ping off of it so it's not breaking anyone's really their privacy it's not telling the device where those people's things 
are, you know, it's not like you're using it to locate another person. No, it's just it's, the device that you I have. mean, think about it today. Like I have, I have a Bluetooth enabled on my phone. Like anybody yeah. around me can tell I have Bluetooth enabled on my phone. Yes. They yeah. can't tell much about it. They just no. know that there's a device that has Bluetooth enabled. Yeah. I think I'm not trying to pair it with anything. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. Like it's not, I'm, maybe there's some vulnerabilities there. I don't know, but yeah, I right. mean, you're sending a signal. So obviously yeah. other people can see that signal. Yeah. um yeah it seems like a great feature though that's that's yep. really cool that they're they built that into you know kind of a crowd crowdsourcing kind of thing yeah so hopefully if you lost something that has that on it you would you know if <laughs> apple devices are pretty popular somebody's gonna walk past it and mm-hmm. even if they just walked within range and it got that ping i think it would at least give you a general idea where it's at um i haven't used one yet but i, I am interested in how well they work how how easy it is to locate your stuff um, and I think they are somewhat, I don't know how waterproof, I think they can go underwater for like 30 minutes or something. So even if you're like at the beach or something, <laughs> uh, it might be possible to locate something that has that in it. Um, I, mean, I wonder if you yeah. can have your child swallow it so you can find them. Yeah, it is within 30 minutes. <laughs> there is some uh, <laughs> things I've, I've watched on it from YouTube and stuff that mentions that there's some pretty cool tech on the backside. So like if you have a crazy ex coworker that's stalking you for whatever reason and tosses one in your bag, like it won't, how, how they put that? Like it knows if it's devices, they, these devices are intuitive enough to know if it's been with you so long, even though something hmm. might be lost, it's, I don't know, check it out, but hmm. there's some, there's a YouTuber that I follow. Um, uh, so yeah. somebody just like kind of pinging people with these things. Hey, I want to see where this guy goes here. Yeah. It, it, Flap it, that in their bag. Yeah. Enough that you can't be stalked with it, but you know, they have protocols yeah. in place that will prevent you from people like spying on your kids or uh-huh. it's, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, I didn't, I didn't, never even thought about that usage, but it's, 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 it feels like the old, you know, Batman tracking device, right? Like, yeah. Huh. Just throw it on, throw it on Joker's car and you can see where he goes. <laughs> right. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. So you think you might get one, Ryan, though? Because if you do, I, I'm interested to know how, how well they work. If I you... if I can if I get rain this week, I think I might sneak down to the Apple store and yeah. pick some of these okay. up. Yeah. Well, cool. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, in the Apple and the Apple sphere, a hundred dollars is cheap, let's be honest. <laughs> that's true. I know that's, I know that's <laughs> shameful to say, but yeah. it's <laughs> they have they have really they've yeah. changed your mind yeah. on what expensive yeah. is, haven't they? Yeah, that's probably the lowest yeah. bar of entry to any of their their stuff. There's not yeah. much you can get less than a hundred. What if you bucks. didn't have a phone though? What if you just wanted to have these? You know, you'd have to have some device. Yeah, if you had a tablet, you, if you had a. You at least have to have a tablet, correct? Am I yeah. yeah, yep, yep. I think you'd need yeah. one of those things. Something Otherwise, it w- wouldn't do you much good. <laughs> I don't think you could use like an iPad shop or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. So I know we talked about uh, game consoles a lot the last couple of weeks, you know, just here and there, but not really related to games, though. Microsoft said that they are going to be producing an appliance, not a game console, an appliance for keeping your stuff cold, a, a refrigerator that looks like an Xbox. It'll be a, a Series X model mini fridge. So, oh, it's a mini fridge. Mini okay. fridge. 
Yeah. Oh, is that because people jokingly said it looked like a mini fridge originally? It was or? like this meme that came up, like when they first announced the the system, people were like, oh, that thing looks like a big fridge, you know? Oh, wow. And uh, hmm. they actually built a couple of them, full-size fridges, yeah. and sent them out as like marketing tactics to get attention. They sent them <laughs> to a, a couple of these like YouTubers and stuff, and they just kind of dropped them off at the, in their driveway to get them to go nuts and, you know, make yeah. videos and stuff. And then uh, Twitter had this thing uh, where they were pitting these two um, different marketing departments against each other. And it was uh, Skittles versus Xbox. And it was who could get the most retweets or comments or whatever. And um, it was this close battle and Xbox won. And they said, if they won, they will produce these fridges for real (laughs) and make that. Yeah. And Skittles says if they won, they were going to change the green Skittles back to lime instead of, I guess, their apple now, green apple. Oh. So, sorry, we are stuck with the, the green apple Skittles. Uh, but Xbox One, they're making mini fridges that look like Xboxes. So, I have no idea how much they're going to cost yet. I don't know if they even announced that. Uh, but they are working on getting them into production. Um, that's going to be interesting because like i i mean i think about making electronics like a, an xbox or something you know semiconductors and all that kind of stuff right but like a fridge like there's some mechanical aspects to that as far as like maybe not mechanical i guess but like you know like freon or you know the different chemicals you have to use and so forth like i wonder if it'll it'll be a barrier to entry to have the right like um, materials handling, or they're going to have to outsource it all to some other company. I'm sure yeah. they're talking to the Whirlpool Corporation and they just slap on there. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, they'll probably hire another company. They'll, they'll, they'll find somebody who sells a fridge that looks as similar to the Xbox X as possible and then, like, yeah, yeah like do a licensing deal or something. But uh, it'd be neat if they had some extra features into it. Um, I think it will have an LED that lights up just like the power button on the system. <laughs> And I think if you open the fridge, if it's like green inside, hopefully it has like a green yeah. LED light. Good. Um, do your games play better if you had to put like a CD rack in the in the fridge? Do your games right. load faster in colder right. temperatures? I mean, it's great it, cooling. It, we need yeah. studies. We need to know. Yeah. Liquid cooling in there. Yeah. I thought that was a fun story, though. I thought that was kind of yeah, neat. Pretty cool. uh, something that uh, was something that started as a joke and a meme, and they are going to end up actually producing them. Um. Yeah, I'd be interested. I, I don't know if I'd actually get one. It it would be cool, like especially for like a in your basement and at the your little game area, you could have the fridge. But um, depends on price. I think if it's feasible or not. But yeah, it, it, if it's in the right price point, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be against it. You know, it would probably cost as much as an Xbox. Yeah. You know. On the same yeah, price I'm point. trying to remember like what a mini fridge cost when I went to college. It was like less than a hundred bucks. They're like a hundred bucks. Yeah. I think they've been pretty consistent at that. I don't know. I think that's probably how much they still are. I don't know. I haven't those things day. last for I think I ended up selling mine at a yard sale and it still worked. I mean, that thing was like a tank. Those old mini fridges. Um, because that that moved with me many times. <laughs> Yeah. I, I moved it like four times and uh, I'd check it out and clean it out once in a while. And I'm like, why do I have this thing hooked up? It was, you know, sucking electricity. Yeah, sucking and, electricity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't. You could put, you could put beer, sodas and sodas, stuff in there. Yeah. Anything you want to keep cold. <laughs> right. 
Sorry, I watched Tommy Boy last night. So oh, nice. Watched watched oh. Tommy Boy the last two nights, like you know, trying to get through the whole thing because we yeah. started late. And anyway, and then we started Sandlot last night. So oh man, some old school yeah. stuff. Are the kids watching them with you or no, no, you know, no. Tommy Boy is. I guess there are a few parts. Uh, you know, a, you know, there are a few parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's your favorite little rascal? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, there's some yeah, parts yeah. that, that yeah, I don't yeah. really want to have to explain to my kids yet. But gotcha, um, gotcha. but yeah, and thinking I mean, we might do Sandlot with them. Okay. We're trying to yeah. get through it. See, it's been a while. I, I don't know. Yeah, content wise. Even Sandlot has some parts. Just a little language, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's rated PG, but like I feel like PG was different. Was a lot different than PG is now. I think so. But I don't feel like it's PG thirteen now. Like it's not that. But no, you know, there's just some there's some things that are not necessarily culturally acceptable anymore either. So true. Yeah, there's stuff that. That would just pass no problem back then, and now yeah, you'd give it a second or third glance well i i remember movies like jaws which you think mm. of that as like a horror movie that was pg um gremlins right. gremlins that movie scared the you know bejesus out of me when i was a little kid yeah. um those gremlins i thought they were really scary and they scared our kids i i tried to get them to watch it one time because it's a pg movie and they were like nope they were not having that at all yeah. um to this day i can't watch et Oh, E.T., yeah, that was another one. That movie freaks me out. <laughs> Ryan, what? Why? The it freaks the heck out of me, the, too. The like, long neck? It. like the, the It's one of those movies that I think my parents let me watch because it was cool it was back too, in the We day. were too young, right? We were too yeah. young. Yeah. yeah. My friends like, make so much fun of me because E.T. <laughs> freaks me. Like, he I am with you, brother. Crawl. E.T. He yeah. makes my skin crawl. Like, yeah. I just, that part yeah. where he's in the closet with all the stuffed animals. Oh, gosh. Uh, don't uh-huh. push that alien back to Mars. Myself. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> I'll send you there. Myself. <laughs> I, I can't stand that movie. Yeah. Yeah. We must have seen it, it around just, the same time then. because Probably. Yeah. I mean, well, we, we would have been pretty young. Then. When it huh? came out, we were only, what, five Oh, I thought like it came out in 83 or 84. 83. Yeah. Yeah. So it would have been really young then. Yeah. What, so whatever, whatever your mom said, I was right behind you. Like I had, yeah. I had the ultimate He-Man <laughs> thing of doom where he took like the, he took like the stuff. Yeah, man, the you had the awesome stuff. Yeah. I did have the awesome stuff. And then my your mom's like, well, you know, those were made by Satan, right? And so, <laughs> Gone, it was gone the next day. I don't think that's what she said, but (laughs) I I know what you mean. Yeah, the He Man is uh, definitely a pain point in our friendship. I am speaking a little bit of hyperbole, but it it is true. (laughs) No, I I remember remember Ryan had a sweet He Man set, set, man. He had the all and I was, I had it going on, and then it just went away. (laughs) That's what those are all built by. Yeah, it's just to sell toys. Um, they have a yeah there, there's a, a documentary on netflix i think the the toys that made us or something and they talk about <laughs> how they came up with the idea for these these shows just to sell mm-hmm. toys yeah gi joe yeah Bar- barbie was barbie my little ponies probably yeah um transformers, transformers sure. oh yeah transformers is huge yeah yeah yeah, yeah we, could no. whole, we could do a whole shows on the shows we used to watch yeah. like uh yeah. thundercats 
mean, yeah, yeah, Voltron. Voltron. Uh, yeah, Voltron, because yeah. they had all the pieces they had to fit together. So it's not like oh, you yeah. could just go buy one toy. You had to buy like seven toys to make yep. this thing work. To make the right thing, yeah. And then they <laughs> come know? along with Power Rangers. They're like, dude, you just stole Voltron. Like, oh, they totally ripped them off. Yeah, that show. I, I hate that show so much. <laughs> For some Power Rangers. Reason. It's Power Rangers. Yeah. Well, because it was made so cheaply. Like none of the fight scenes were were really done for the show they took like footage of some other japanese show i think they just i thought, bought the I thought there was a, i thought there was a power rangers show in japan was there and then they i don't just know did, they did an english version with the actors oh. and the only time it's actually the actors is when they're like talking like you see right. their faces yeah they didn't do any of the fighting as far as i can oh. tell well because it looks different the film looks very different the yeah, footage of the 10 fights. years older than the actual probably yeah. yeah no i agree power rangers yeah did you see the new movie? Oh gosh, I think we did. I think we did because uh, my son was kind of interested in it at that point in time, and okay. I um, never saw it. I, I stuck to my laurels, Ken. Yeah, stuck to it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They've gone back and made movies of all the stuff that we had as kids. I mean, they just yeah. have they hijacked it all. Yeah. Teenage- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would now be like sitting in their 70s. I mean, if they really knew the truth. <laughs> How long are they going to be teenagers here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've remade them. Yeah. So many times that there's like 10 different versions of the cartoon that yeah. they just keep if, redoing yeah. it. If the, the mutant is that good, I want some of that. I mean, <laughs> I'll be a turtle if I can stay, stay in my 20s, you know. Yeah. A teenager for yeah 30 years. Yeah. But they, yeah, they've done them all. The, I mean, the Smurfs—they had a whole line of movies. Although it's like I feel like they—they're trying to appeal to people our age, though. But they're making mm-hmm. kids movies, so they oh, expect yeah. us they're to trying, just yeah. drag our kids to these things. Yeah, that they Alvin don't the really. Chipmunks. Yeah, and the first Transformers movies—I—I I, I will admit, like the first one especially—that did get me because it looked really impressive. Like the CG on that still kind of holds up. Like it was oh, yeah. really well done even though the movie is just a garbage fire of a movie. I mean, it's <laughs> the plot is complete nonsense. It had Shia LaBeouf, you know, <laughs> so many things wrong with that movie. Uh, but it was fun. I had a lot of fun watching it, though. Right. I, I think it was... It was nostalgia, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They, yeah. they hit the right notes there. Did <laughs> But that's the thing. I think they're running out of stuff. Like, where, where do they go next? I, because So they, here's my theory on that is you know movie studio it's the same thing i was talking about with cable companies or isps right there's no competition so like or there's there's no incentive not competition there's there's plenty of competition but there's no incentive and if they go out on a limb and do something risky like um let me think of what's a movie that was like that was totally different idea that you know nobody kind of expected. Um, like the Matrix, Matrix maybe. Yeah, yeah, or, Matrix is yeah fairly yeah, rich. Waterworld, but that that's not necessarily a good example. <laughs> that's but that's an example from them yeah. failing and like right. almost putting it under. Yeah, that's yeah. why they don't do it. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. why they don't do it is they they want to grab something that had they know they can get a tie into, like and that's why I mean that's why the Matrix was so exciting to me when it first came out. Um, yeah. I, I don't remember, Ken, if you were there or not. I don't remember who went oh, with me. but I remember you, know, you guys went and I didn't get a ticket for it because you got a preview showing before it actually I'm came sorry. out. 
well, and I didn't realize it was that big a deal. I was like, yeah, it looks kind of I didn't cool. know either. I, didn't I was know like, what, you know like... what? Not, not a big deal. I wasn't worried about it. And then you guys came back from the movie and I was just so It was jealous. like, I guarantee I like, it was like people coming back from Star Wars the yeah. first time. Like nobody right. knew what that movie was. Nobody right. knew what Star Wars was. And they came back. I mean, you watch the 70s show, right? When they come, they go watch Star Wars. Yeah. Come back, like, yeah. It, like their mind is blown. That's what, that's what the Matrix was to me. Like I had no idea, like Wade, the guy we lived yep. with, Yep. Worked at a radio station and he That's had like right. two or three tickets or something like that. And he's like, Yeah, hey guys, I got this preview. If you guys want to go see it tonight or tomorrow or whatever it was, I was like, Yeah, sure, I'll go. I don't I I'm not even sure I knew what the movie was until it got there. Yeah. And he said the Matrix. I, I had not seen anything about it. Oh wow. I hadn't seen commercials. Any I had no idea what I was getting into. And I walked in that thing and it was amazing. It was amazing. But I what I was trying to say is I don't feel like movie theaters or not movie theaters, um, production companies want to take those risks anymore and that's why they stick to yeah. the kind of regurgitated like, so that's why there's so many sequels of sequels that we've already seen there's so many yeah. i mean well, i feel like know. netflix found some success in having original content like new ips True. but they kind of take the approach where they just throw everything at the wall though and see what sticks i mean they they just scattershot it's just all over the place well originally and, originally netflix was very data driven with yeah. their approach. Well, I'm sure they still are. And they probably yeah. still are, right? But like they would grab like, okay, this genre is really popular when this actor's in it and this and that kind of thing. And they oh, yeah. mash them together. It's almost yep. like the sci-fi network. Like, all right, we draw, we're going to draw an animal out of this one. Okay, crocodile. And here uh, at Lake Placid, and now you have a movie, right? Like, oh man, I see, I have the perfect horrible example of this for you. That It's a movie I did watch this week on Netflix. Uh, we were just going scrolling through, like, eh, we should watch something we haven't seen. There's a movie called Thunder Force on Netflix. It's a new movie with Melissa McCarthy in it. Yep. It's saw, yeah, it's all over the previews it's on my Netflix. Like, God it's awful. Time. It's it's so incredibly bad. Like it's just there were some funny parts in it, but they have like some A-list actors. I mean, it's got yeah, and Melissa McCarthy, she's in all kinds of stuff. Jason Bateman's in it. Um, mm. it, it's it's got some other like recognizable actors in it. Um and I could tell it was completely built off of like a comedy. Melissa McCarthy, hey, girl power, that's really popular right now. Right. Female superheroes, yeah, let's do that. Um, you know, Jason Bateman, he, you know, to get the the guy viewers in there, I guess. I, I don't know. It, you, yeah. I felt like it was just it's very formulaic. Built off of a formula, exactly, and yeah. to disastrous results. Although I say that, and they probably had millions of people watch it the last couple of weeks so is oh, that probably, a disaster probably. yeah yeah <laughs> i mean how does how does netflix make money though like they make money on subscriptions so yes as long as you watch it they don't care it's like okay as long as you keep paying every month like if, as, yep. as long as everybody thinks it's worth it like the material yeah. coming out is worth paying every month they'll just keep making material yeah I, yeah even if it's bad even if it's bad dribble i mean they, well, they've got to come up with content even that's if it's why bad they content. they hired adam sandler who Adam Seller does not make fine cinema, but he gets butts in seats. And that's mm-hmm. what they care about. It's like, okay, people will hold on to their subscriptions because what they noticed was they had some Adam Sandler movies on their service. People were watching a lot of Happy Gilmore and you know, <laughs> and they could see that and were like, hey, let's just hire this guy to make movies on our service because people will watch them. And they do, yeah. especially when they don't have to pay anything to watch it. So you know why not and i've watched a few of the ones he's made on there and none of them are good but they're just 
they're just kind of good enough to like pass the time and it, it yeah. it's working for them but i don't think they're it's making working it out great for adam sandler because you know oh, he's yeah. working and making a crap ton <laughs> exactly. of money for it. he could just kind of keep phoning these things in you know <laughs> i'm like... thinking donkey and circus and you know yeah just, yeah. yeah just crap just, yeah just... that's he throws darts at a dartboard of like okay the character's name will be this this is his occupation and, and then he thinks about what woman he really wants to kiss. Love interest, yes. <laughs> and he, he picks her. Like that's one thing. One thing he gets to pick is that's probably his biggest cost is finding the the, the actress that does not want to be in for them fifty foot of him. And 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 what <laughs> character will Rob Schneider play? Got to find Rob Schneider oh. part. <laughs> well, I, that's one thing I do love. I do love about Adam Sandler movies is he brings in like Steve Buscemi, Rob Schneider. Yeah. And some yeah. of these other guys, I don't remember the other guys' names, but like it's the same thing with Will Ferrell. Like, there's a couple actors who are in like a lot oh, of they've Will got Ferrell their crews too. Yeah. yeah, it's it's I I love that. I really think that's fun. Yeah. Um, and that that you're right. It's not fine cinema. You're not going to watch this and like learn something about yourself or the world or you know anything. <laughs> no. But you know, it's going to be surprising to see what Steve Buscemi is doing in this film. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What's he up to? I like that guy. I want to see this. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah, I, I anyway, feel like once, so, yeah. I, I think the whole topic there was like, this is why we get all this regurgitated stuff. Like, yeah, there are other things that are coming out. Like, um, there's really great novels out there that are not completely regurgitated. Yeah, there's some, yeah. some themes that you know we've been writing for hundreds and hundreds of years. So there's gonna be some themes that could pop up. Um, and that's why, like, I really like the Witcher series. Yeah. And, oh yeah. Um, and that what's really crazy to me is it's a Polish author like he's from poland like i'm listening to the books on tape or on tape quotes but it's uh you know it's an english translation of it and then watching the show like it was really interesting it's really cool yeah um so i think some of that book to tv stuff is gonna is is good and interesting but it doesn't seem like we're getting a lot of really really unique things i think tenet is one of those movies i think i think yeah, you know some of those movies that we've talked about. From who's the guy who made Tenet? I can't remember now. Christopher Nolan. Yeah, yeah Nolan has had some yeah. fairly unique, interesting stories that yeah. you know are a bit like I think the studios are taking a risk on him, but they, they oh, know sure. it's not that big of a risk. Kind of like M Night Shyamalan did a bunch of movies. Yeah, um, he did really well to start with and kind of fizzled out a little bit. Yeah, that suspense genre going, and yeah, I think he played out his main ideas, and then he stood you kind of got it after a while. It's like it, the whole thing was his things would have a twist. So yep. if you go into the movie expecting a twist, is it really a twist anymore? Right. Like, no. So you yep. can only play that out so far. There's other like original movies. Did you ever see Alita battle angel? Yes. It was a really cool it. movie. It was a great I liked movie. It a lot. But it, I don't, it didn't bomb, but it barely made enough movie money to cover the movie expenses. Yeah. Uh, they definitely were not, focusing on a sequel last i heard there might be some fan push for one that maybe they'll get a sequel yeah. but i really it was i there's so much about that story i want to know more about like yeah yeah it's a really interesting world they built absolutely yeah and it had uh robert rodriguez was directing it he's you know big director james cameron was involved he produced it so it has a lot of big names in it the cg in it was incredible i thought it was really top-notch stuff um and internationally, it did really well. I, I just looked it up real quick. It ended up making $405 million, mm-hmm. which 
What was the budget? Did it say the budget was uh, 170. Yeah, which is a lot. That's a lot yeah. of money. But and they ended up making that back in quite a bit more. You know, that I don't think that includes the marketing uh, and a bunch of other stuff. But um, to me, that should warrant a sequel. But this day and age, maybe not. If it's not a guaranteed slam dunk yeah. hit, they don't. A sequel really is it, a sequel is where you make your money if if it's successful. From what I understand, like that's. And it's like interesting, the, risk the Rotten Tomato score on that is 61%, which isn't, isn't great. But the user score, like Google users, 90% of people like the movie. So hmm. that's weird how the critical response wasn't the same as users watching it. So well, Ken, as you and I know, your, <laughs> your interpretation of a good movie and my interpretation of a good movie can be very, very different things. I, I don't, yeah. <laughs> And, I, and, I know what you're thinking of. And I, think, <laughs> I think that, you know, we can have the same problem with critics. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But I, I would like to see more original stuff. I think it just, it is tough. Like you're saying, if it's not a franchise, if you don't have yeah, that build, have build in audience. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, like another good one is Pacific Rim. Like yeah. That. Mm-hmm. It's not a unique idea, but it's not based on, it's not based on, transformers or something like it's it's a new right and and they find sources of these a lot of times they're from graphic novels they're from you know a a show in another a foreign country that this audience won't be as familiar with but they'll try to port it over in some way bring it to the u.s uh but yeah you know there's got to be sourced somewhere to these things and even the stuff that we call original content i think it had some kind of life before that it was a even if it was just a comic book or something that's because um that showed the boys that was a a graphic novel and yeah anyway (laughs) nothing nothing is new everything is is rehashed i do think some some of the things robbie touched on is happening you know on the amazon side of things i'm a big amazon show guy yeah and i do think there is some genuine creative creativeness coming out you know from your novels and like you just mentioned on the amazon side i was just on there today and i scrolled through all the amazon original what they call mm. the amazon original content yeah and if there was 10 shows there was 50 like yeah, i'm yeah. never gonna watch them all i do if- think they've done a, a pretty good job at finding new stuff that's and it'll be kind of out there scattershot kind of stuff yeah. um but what they spent most of their money on lately is a a well-known franchise and I, i'm sure you guys know they're making a show based on lord of the rings right yeah. and they're spending a ton of money on it so i i don't know if it's coming out this year or not but i my interest a, is peaked a, a yeah wheel of time a wheel of time series which you guys may not be familiar with that book series but it's a very very popular fantasy novel hmm. series oh cool um, probably more popular than game of thrones was until oh. the show came out right 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 um but it's uh yeah it's gonna be interesting how they do that too um i, I was gonna say really quick we probably need to wrap up in a second yeah, guys yeah, but like yeah. i was gonna say um I, I think that with the netflixes and the amazons we're actually getting to see a lot more stuff that never would have gotten made before oh absolutely um, yeah 100%. and i think the diversification of the diversity in the apples right uh-huh. apple too the diversification yeah. diversification of the studio mentality or this, you know, being able to these yeah. things to pop up and do this. Like there's a lot of shows on Netflix or even Amazon or or Apple that never would have gotten made in the old way. 
like yeah oh yeah on, on broadcast tv or even cable tv they would never have been made yeah. advertisers HBO, wouldn't but buy yeah. time on them yeah no. exactly <laughs> yeah so i think it's a, i think it's i mean even if even if there's a bunch of duds it's still a really you know really cool that we're seeing stuff that we uh, really would never gotten them made gotten them. Yeah. like i think, I think about they, the expanse they know yeah Oh, the expanse that, that is at the top of my list, Robbie. I need to watch that so bad. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Ryan, you were saying. Yeah. Well, I think I and I think these platforms know that they they know we're willing to put up with some garbage, but they've got to at least have one or two things in there to make it worth us to keep you know re-upping yeah. the subscriptions. And I, you know, I'm willing to put up with a little bit of garbage. You know, like you know, you're just going to click right through that, but yeah, you know, like. I can think of like two shows right now on Amazon that I watched that probably nobody, you guys probably don't, uh, Sneaky Pete. And, uh, and, uh, there's a show called forever. This is like a comedy, like a dark comedy that I watched that was really good. Like, I don't know if they're going to do it again, you know, that'd be one off. Yeah. Oh, well, tonight was kind of, but yeah. Yeah. So, oh, totally Disney, Disney yeah. Plus now. They're doing some cool original stuff too. I mean, it's based on Absolutely. certain worlds that they already created, but anyway. Yeah. 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 But tonight was kind of a grab bag. We had, uh, yeah, <laughs> kind of a thread going through it all. But it was, uh, it was really good to, to talk to you guys tonight, though. I, I enjoyed the conversation. I, I like being nostalgic about some of the old stuff too. So. Uh, very cool. Uh, like Robbie said earlier, uh, we will be off next week. Uh, probably be back the week after. I'm thinking uh, should be uh, back on schedule. Um, this was episode 95, so we we're getting close to our goal of 100. Uh, I feel like we need to actually kind of plot it out, like schedule out the last episodes. And uh, I would like to do something for the hundredth one. Uh, I'll see if we can get maybe a guest or two or something like that going. Um, yeah, so that that'd be really cool. Uh, as far as tonight's episode i uh, appreciate anybody who's listening to it if you could leave us a review i'd appreciate that if you want to get hold of us uh the website's blathering.blatherskites.com uh at the blatherskites on twitter uh or just search for us on youtube for our, our or not youtube uh, on facebook we have a facebook uh page so <laughs> you can find us there uh anything else any final thoughts guys don't let no. you watch ET too young. Nope, ET, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> if you, uh, if you as a listener have an idea what we should do for a hundred hundred show, let us know. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yep, get some feedback. That'd be awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, hope everyone has a great week. Uh, Robbie, I hope you guys have a safe and really fun vacation. So, thanks. Yep. Thank you guys. <laughs>